You're listening to the Faith Roots Audio Podcast with Pastor Willie George. You can watch the full video version of this episode and join the conversation with your comments on the Faith Roots YouTube channel. Simply search Faith Roots on YouTube and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Now, here's Pastor Willie George with today's message. Hello, I'm Willie George. I want to welcome you to this seventh part of the series, Lamp of the Lord. And our text scripture for this is Proverbs chapter 20, verse 27. I'm reading it from the Jerusalem Bible, and and I don't have all of these Bibles, by the way. I have a a Bible that I bought a long time ago called uh, the 26 Translations. And it doesn't give me 26 full translations of the scripture. It gives me differing parts of each verse, and if a particular translation is a little different, they'll, they'll focus on that. So I may get four or five takes on every verse, and you'll hear me saying that a lot, because I, I, and using that a lot. I, I, I love it because it gives me the best insight into what I believe the Scripture is really saying in, in our vernacular. Proverbs 20, 27 says, Man's spirit is the lamp of Yahweh, the Lord, searching his deepest self. King James says, uh, searching the innermost parts of the belly. I think that that this modern way of saying it, searching his deepest self, means a little bit more to us. It explains it a little more to us. So that's why I like that 26 translations. All right. The inward witness is where we've been focusing so far. And it is by far the most common way of God's leading. We're led by the Spirit more through an inward witness than by any other way. Now, I want to say some things because throughout the Scripture there are amazingly spectacular leadings, visions, audible voices, angels appearing, etc., etc. These kinds of leadings and manifestations did not happen all the time. They happened occasionally. For instance, you'll read about Abraham having a vision of the Lord. But Abraham didn't see God all the time. He didn't have that kind of guidance every day, not not every month, not every decade even. Sometimes it was 15, 20 years between these visits. You see similar things in the New Testament. You see a number of times that Peter had supernatural guidance, but he didn't have that every day. Now, I believe the Holy Spirit led him every day, but I don't believe that he saw an angel every day or heard an audible voice every day or had a vision every day. And I'll be honest with you, I'm a little suspicious of people who say that they do have those kinds of spectacular guidance every day. And here's why I say it. I say it because you don't see that kind of guidance every day with the apostles like Peter and, and, and Paul and, and others that we read about in the New Testament. You can tell that they had to be led by the Spirit just like you and I are led by the Spirit, and the primary way they were led was through the inward witness. Now, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So it's a characteristic of being a child of God. You're to be led by the Spirit of God. Now let's read on. For you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father, Daddy, 
daddy. We, we know God as daddy. We feel an intimacy with him. The Holy Spirit puts that familiarity into our spirits. In other words, we lose that dread and fear of God. Now, I, I, I want to be careful here. It's not that we don't have tremendous respect for God and great reverence for God, but at the same time, we have great confidence in His mercy, and we can approach Him in a familiar way, uh, we're told here, to say Abba, which is uh, the word that would translate today would be Daddy or Papa. And so that's what we're given. And there's a reason for this, because God is communicating intimacy here, closeness, and a new kind of relationship. God was the national God of Israel, but He's the personal God of the born-again believer in the new covenant. We are in His family. We are children of the Lord. Now listen to Romans 8.16. The Spirit Himself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. Now, he could have said the Spirit himself speaks to us, but he didn't. He could have said he, uh, the angels of the Lord appear to us. He could have said that, but he didn't. And there are wonderful people who accomplish great things for God. I never saw an angel. Uh, you know, I, 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 I'm not bragging by any stretch, but I, I, I want to share a little bit with you. Uh, over the course of 50 years in ministry, uh, God's permitted me to do some amazing things. I had a nationally broadcast children's television show that went coast to coast, and we broke record attendance in, in churches all over America, wherever we went. I came home from that series of, of uh, ministry uh, events that I did after several years, and I pastored a church, and we built at that time the largest single-site church in the state of Oklahoma. And, and at one time, it was one of the top 10 churches in all of America. And then we did build the biggest youth ministry, the biggest single-site youth ministry in all of America with 180. And uh, we had an amazing youth camp, and an amazing kids camp, and uh, we had a program called Christmas Train where, where we preached the gospel to one million people in the 17 seasons that we operated it. So I, I've had the opportunity to do some amazing things. I've built um, 600,000, 700,000 square feet of buildings. I, I, I know some things about church construction and so forth. I'm not, I'm not bragging. I'm just saying that I have a little bit of a track record. And this is what I would say. I've never seen an angel. Never. Never had an open vision. I have never, with my eyes, had an open vision. Have I been led by the Holy Spirit? Oh, you bet. I've had loads of dreams, and I have had many times where the Spirit has given me an inward witness. It is the most common of the leadings that I've received. On occasion, I have heard inward voice, and it tells me, and even more, I have had the perception of the will of God, and that's something that we'll get into later in this series. But I said all that to say this, the kind of spectacular leading that God may give you has no bearing on the fruitfulness or the reach of your ministry or how God uses you. You know, Jesus appeared to this man who was a disciple named Ananias and told him, 
go over here to a street called Straight, and there you'll find um, Saul of Tarsus, and he is a chosen vessel before me. He's had a vision. He's seen you coming in, laying hands on him to receive his sight and to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And a nice argument, but the Lord said, you go. He is a chosen vessel to me. Uh, that may be the only thing like that that Ananias ever did. Now, was it important? Absolutely very important. It helped to launch the ministry of the guy who became the Apostle Paul. But we don't see that he had a lifetime of these kinds of visitations. And so uh, don't think for a minute that what you do and who you are is not important if you haven't had a vision or if you haven't seen an angel or if you haven't had a spectacular demonstration. One more thing I want to say, and this, this may kind of shock you, but I don't really want those manifestations. If God wills them, so be it. But let me tell you why. I also find out that in the reading of Scripture, anytime someone had a vision, saw an angel, or had a spectacular form of guidance, almost immediately afterward, there was a huge trial that came upon them. There were, they were challenged uh, significantly. There was rough sailing ahead. And, and so you can see why I'm not real high on, on having a great vision of some kind or another because I'd just soon not have the rough sailing. Now, if it is the will of God, then so be it. But the point is, is that don't go seeking spectacular guidance. The one kind of leading that I do see in the New Testament where it's okay to go look for it is the inward witness. You shouldn't try to hear voices. You shouldn't try to see visions. You shouldn't try to create dreams. Or uh, Listen to me. I've had way more dreams that meant nothing, that were pizza-inspired, not Holy Spirit-inspired. You can't attach significance to all of your dreams. You know, the one thing I found a long time ago, if Satan couldn't get you with outright sin, he got you with irrelevance, and he made you so crazy that you lost your ability to relate to the common man. So... The inward witness is a characteristic manner of God's guidance. It's the most common. And what it teaches us here, we have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. So this is very important. God is talking about being led by the Spirit. He then talks about how the Holy Spirit leads us by bearing witness. But in the middle, he says, but God doesn't use fear. And that's so very important because when you are being led by God, he's not going to use fear to lead you. If what you feel like is a leading and there's an awful fear associated with it, throw it away. It's not from God. God does not need fear to guide you. He does not use fear to guide you. And I want to read something to you here that I think is absolutely amazing. It's wonderful. Listen to what Jesus said. It's in, in Luke's Gospel, chapter 11, and he said in verse 9, And I say unto you, Ask, it shall be given you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened to you. That, that's pretty positive, isn't it? I mean, it says that if you start seeking God, you're going to hear from Him. And some people make it sound like it's almost impossible to hear from God. That's not what Jesus indicated. For everyone that asks, receives. He that seeks, finds. And to him that knocks, it shall be opened. Now, now this is important. If a son shall ask bread of any of you that is a father, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will he for a fish give him a serpent? Or if he asks an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? 
If you then being evil and being subject to evil, is what Jesus meant, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask Him? And what does He say here? He says the Holy Spirit is not evil in any way. Not in His leadings, not in His presence. He's not like a, 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 a serpent uh, that, that looks could be confused with a fish. He's not like a scorpion that could be rolled up in a ball and confused for an egg. He is not like a stone that looks like a biscuit. He, that is not the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit doesn't come to us in fear nor in confusion nor in some counterfeit way. And so here's Jesus teaching us that we have nothing to fear from the leading of God. The witness of God is not going to bring a heaviness. And I've been around precious Christian people who got trapped in that heavy spirit. And you could see it on them all the time. And they thought it was from God and they never came out of it. There was never any joy on them. They never had any victory you know, I understand that you have a burden to pray, but you know what? Those burdens don't last very long. You pray them through and they're over, they lift, and you have victory. God didn't call us to an attitude of perpetual downness or depression. He doesn't use that. That's not His way. Well, that's all the time I've got for today, but we'll pick up here tomorrow. So don't miss these podcasts. This is going to be very important. You need to know how to be led by the inward witness. We hope this message has been a blessing to you. Ratings and reviews help us reach more people. So take a moment to leave a review on your podcast app and consider sharing an episode with a friend or family member that needs to be built up and encouraged in the Lord today. Thank you for listening. 